welcome to the Nature's Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Carmen, the founder of Resourced Apothecary. Resourced Apothecary offers accessible self-care practices, intuitively crafted herbal products, and handmade goods, all with the goal of connecting you to the deep well of your own intuition. It's time to rethink how you refill your cup. I have found that the natural world has wisdom to share if we are open to receive. I take special joy in translating that wisdom. Here in this podcast, nature's wisdom is delivered to you in the form of messages, medicines, and meditations. I share about the products I make and give guidance on using them to serve your very highest good. I am honored to share this space with you. Now let's get into today's topic. Hello, dear listener. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we turn our attention to the heart chakra. In Sanskrit, it is called the Anahata. This is the fourth chakra, and it includes the cardiac system, lungs, and thymus. Think of the space on your physical body between your collarbone and the middle of your ribs. The palms of your hands are also included in this chakra. That makes more sense when you think about the energy held here. We tend to share our heart energy through our hands. The color green is associated with this chakra, as is the note F and the Bija mantra Yam. In the heart chakra, we really start to see the relationship between the self and the outside world come into play. Where in the sacral chakra, we develop our relationship to our own self, and in the solar plexus, we let that shine out. In the heart, we receive and interact with the energy of those around us. Here, we relate. Our hearts sense which energies feel good and expansive to us, and which feel threatening or constricting. At the same time, our hearts are generating an energy field that others are sensing about us. Signs of a balanced heart chakra include love for oneself and others, compassion, empathy, forgiveness, acceptance, change, ability to grieve and reach peace, compassionate discernment, awareness, and integration of insights. Signs of a blocked heart chakra might include difficulties in your relating to others, such as excessive jealousy, codependency, or being closed down, withdrawn. Being overly defensive, putting oneself in the role of the savior or the rescuer, or falling into victimization, 
holding grudges. This can all manifest as respiratory ailments, such as lung infections, bronchitis, circulatory, and heart-related issues. As you can see, the energy we hold in the heart chakra can manifest physically in big ways. I am fascinated with the physical heart for so many reasons. This organ is so incredibly powerful. We know it as a pump, circulating the blood through our bodies. There has been a ton of scientific development to show what many have known for a long time, that the heart is a center of consciousness. Much of our intelligence, both physical and energetic, conscious and subconscious, is housed in the heart. You've heard me speak about the difference between knowing something in my mind and knowing something in my heart. How much deeper that heart knowing is. Admittedly, though, I don't think I have given much thought to the energy the blood carries when it circulates through the body. Isn't it funny how much we've been trained to separate the physical from the energetic. I'm constantly uncovering ways to let go of this separation when I'm working with the body. Understanding that the physical and energetic are inextricably connected. A plant ally who has come in and helped with this understanding is yarrow. Achillea millifolium has a rich history. There are tales of use of yarrow in most cultures, past and present. You may have heard of its use as a styptic or in breaking fevers. My favorite story associated with yarrow is that of the Greek warrior Achilles, who used yarrow on the battlefield to staunch bleeding in his fellow warriors. Many other cultures before and since have worked with yarrow extensively in spiritual and energetic capacities. But, as our society tends to do, the benefits of yarrow have kind of been pigeonholed into its physical ability to stop the bleeding of wounds and to break fevers. From the beginning of my herbal studies, these actions are what has been associated with yarrow. So when the yarrow in my garden started blooming several weeks ago and calling out to me to explore its connection to the heart chakra, I had to work through my bias. That unconscious separation of physical and energetic gifts came into focus for me. I thought, yarrow is such a physical healer. What's the connection to the heart chakra? Yes. Dear listener, I can be real dense. In hindsight, the connection to the heart chakra should have been a no-brainer. Heart, blood, come on, Jessica. But alas, it took me a good while to connect to the wisdom and to release that separation I held in my understanding. My thought process going into this was, I'm not bleeding and I don't have a fever. So what's Yarrow trying to offer here? Again, dense. 
but I'm so glad I explored that question. I want to share with you the wisdom that came through for me when I tuned into Yaro's message after distilling the flowers and leaves. Here goes. I just distilled Yaro for the first time. I used flowers and leaves. The blue color was way more subtle than I had hoped. While distilling, I noticed a feeling of heat building in my heart. After distilling, I laid down to meditate and receive Yaro's wisdom. I got the sense that this is a very physical medicine. As I probed deeper, I noticed that my strong association of the physical benefits of Yaro was needing to expand to let the wisdom in. Then I felt tingling all over my body. It felt like all the cells in my blood were coming online. Coherence. Heart field coherence. When the song Seheki came on, I felt a rush of energy through me. This balancing energy of Seheki goes beautifully with the energy of Yaro. Yaro is coming in and organizing the cells of the blood to act together for the highest good of the body. The cells organize and act as one to restore health. So rather than seeing it as Yarrow stops bleeding, see it as Yarrow organizes the blood after a trauma and gets it operating in a way that supports healing. I see it like the leader of an army, getting all the individuals organized and working toward a common goal of returning the body to health. Yarrow motivates the blood to do what is needed to bring balance and healing. A couple of notes here. The yarrow I grow has beautiful white flowers. A fun fact about those flowers is that they contain a constituent called camazuline. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. This constituent gives the essential oil a rich blue color. I love the color correlation with circulating blood. When I refer to the blue color being more subtle than I had hoped, this is the color I was talking about. Next, when I am making medicine, be that distilling or infusing oil or bottling those preparations, I listen to Jonathan Goldman's Reiki Chants album. These songs carry incredibly strong energy and really help me to elevate the whole experience. One of those songs is called Seheki. That is also the name of a Reiki symbol used to bring balance during a treatment. The wisdom Yarrow shared with me is multidimensional. First, I was able to integrate more deeply the understanding that the physical and energetic bodies are not separate. The blood is flowing through the body as the energy is flowing through the body. There can be physical blocks or impediments to flow as well as energetic. We can harmonize the physical and energetic flow in support of more complete health. And Yarrow is an excellent ally in this mission. Thinking of the blood cells as individuals, kind of like an army, 
who benefit from a unifying factor, who benefit from being motivated to work together, really helps me to see that I can play a huge part in my health and healing by communicating my intentions and acknowledging these cells' power. Remember back when we were working with marigold oil and tapping on different areas of the body, offering encouragement and appreciation to the cells there? This falls right in line with that. I can use my energy to direct my cells. Yes, this is only one facet of the way the body works, but it is one very important facet that I have control over. Doesn't that feel empowering? We think of the heart as a pump. We know that it generates our very own electromagnetic field. That electromagnetic field is fueled by a flow of energy. We have a say in the tone of that energy. So when I say that Yarrow is bringing coherence, heart field coherence, I'm saying Yarrow is offering the essence of resonance to our cells, bringing the cells into coherence. They become a unified force and they carry energy throughout the body. Yarrow seems to be offering the energy of balance to the blood. Then, as the blood flows through the body, it is interacting in different ways in different areas based on what will restore balance. There is an opportunity here to infuse intention when working with Yarrow, to allow the energy of your choosing to flow with the blood through the body. Another aspect of Yara's wisdom is the powerful reminder that we cut ourselves off from so much healing and understanding when we define our relationships with plants and other beings as a simple, one-dimensional correlation. The allopathic model of this treats that may make it easy to remember an attribute but it is incredibly limiting. My experience with Yarrow demonstrates this perfectly. We can expand this even further, though, and based on all the goings-on in the world around us right now, I feel like we should. It is not only limiting to see other beings as one-dimensional. It is dangerous. Right now especially, There is so much generalization going on. Groups of people are being characterized and stereotyped in narrow and very short-sighted ways. We know better than this. Every person, every being, is multidimensional. Every person, every being, has gifts to offer the world. We don't have to like every person or every being. My hope, though, 
is that nature's wisdom can show us how to open up to all the opportunities we have to get to know people and plants on a deeper level. To move past limiting generalizations and into the juice of life that comes when we open to understanding, to relating with empathy and compassion. We can start in the heart. Yarrow can help us. I invite you to spend some time being intentional about connecting to the cells in your body, speaking kindness and love to those cells. Yarrow flower essence is a wonderful ally in this practice. Let the essence of yarrow move through you and lend its gift of unifying the cells in the blood toward balance. Add your own intention to that balance. See that intention flowing through your body, being circulated by your blood, strengthening your heart field. As you build on this practice, see if you notice a more balanced heart chakra, a greater capacity for compassion and empathy. If each of us can offer ourselves loving kindness, and move through the world with that energy flowing through our hearts and bodies. Just think of the shift we could create. How cool is it to think that Yarrow is only one of the many wise teachers here to help us? I am grateful to Yarrow for this powerful wisdom, and I am grateful to you, dear listener for receiving with me. Thank you for joining me this week on the Nature's Wisdom Podcast. Please be sure to visit www.resourcedapothecary.com to access the meditation library, to get products to support you on your self-care journey, and to schedule energy work with me. This podcast is just the beginning of the powerful work we can do together. You can join me in groups or we can work together one-on-one. When you'd like support to get through specific challenges or when you'd just like me to hold the pitcher while we refill your cup together. When you visit the website, Be sure to sign up for the newsletter and to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. Reach out to me via email or on Instagram and let me know how you'd like to be further supported. You, my friend, are a powerful, capable human being. And with the right resources, there is no limit to what you can do.